you know, it's almost a cliche, you know, the celebrity couple, you know, they get together, they break up, you know, I'm like, well, who else are they gonna go out with? But for some reason, you took an unprecedented stand to mm -hmm. fight for this marriage. Mm -hmm. I mean, to fight for it mm -hmm. and to put it all out there. What is it about this marriage that's so special that you would fight this hard to, to save it? Well, it's my soulmate, it's the person I love. You know, you can be in love with someone, you can love someone and you're not, and if you haven't experienced love and you don't understand it and you don't have the tools to move forward, then you're gonna have complications, period. And if you, you can either address it or you can pretend until it blows up at some point. You know, for us, we chose to fight for our love, for our family, to give our kids a different outcome. You see, see uh, you know, to break that, that cycle. For black men and women, you know, just to see a different outcome, like you were saying, it's not this celebrity couple. We were never a celebrity couple. We were a couple who just happened to be celebrities. This podcast has been brought to you by Four-Eyed Production. And now, let's start the show. Cussing the people out, girl. Listen. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for them, him, or you. <laughs> Cause I don't. Especially on my birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, B. <laughs> Thank you. Look at that. Courtney be a birthday girl. <laughs> <laughs> Is that accurate? That is so accurate. Because <laughs> my mom was talking to me and I was like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what kind of monkey is that? Is that a capuchin? I don't know what it is, but it looked like it a bite. <laughs> I'm sure they bite too. It, it, and monkeys will rip your face off. No, seriously. Like I'm dead serious. Like that lady who had that pet monkey and it ripped her face off? No, I don't remember that story. It was in the news. You know she... <laughs> It don't matter. It yeah, does matter. It does matter. Because the only, only person I know with a monkey was Michael Jackson. That okay. was black. This lady was not black. Okay? She had a pet monkey. And the pet monkey went crazy. Why? It, Did something they ever said, say? No, something just ticked it off. Like, that's the thing. Like, these are animals. Mm -hmm. Okay? They're wild animals. They're not to be domesticated. Living up in your house like a human, Miss mm -hmm. Lady. And it snatched her face off. Was there ever any recovery? I mean, they must have sold it back down, but it listen, it's it peeled a wig back. That's all I'm saying. Listen, disclaimer, don't have no monkeys up in your house. And no if you bubbles. do, don't invite me. No, I don't want to see bubbles. <laughs> and if you don't, if you're not a Michael Jackson fan, you probably don't know who bubbles is. But right. if you are, you know who bubbles is. You might is. be a Michael Jackson fan, but just too young to know who bubbles is. And that's okay. Well, if we you are too young to know who bubbles is, bubbles was Michael Jackson's pet monkey. It was nice, though. It was nice. As far as we could see. And they have llamas, too, at their house. Because mm -hmm. Janet used to have the key to the bird cages in her earrings. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. That's what that key was, too. But llamas spit. That's nasty. If Ooh, a llama spit on me. I was about to say 
Listen, I'm not going to do this with you on my birthday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what I was about to say no, on ma'am. this, because I know you recorded me on the love. I am. Oh, but on what, the high. But what, <laughs> hockey, what I was about to say. I'm going to say it. No, I okay. cannot say that. And that's for off the air. Okay. It, Just remember to tell me. When you said, <laughs> that's nasty. I was about to, go, I was going to go there. Okay. Look at my mouth. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> you already know. You already know. <laughs> oh my God. Um yeah, so hey y'all. I know we've been talking for a minute, but it's B's birthday, so you'll have to excuse us. Hey, hey. Target. Target. She been cutting up all day. Just I'm cutting that. up all weekend. Just know that that's what I had to put up with. And I'm gonna cut up all week, all I love it. until Listen, since y'all, it's the first day of school and everybody busy mm-hmm. and then y'all got all your Labor Day plans, that gives me the right to celebrate my birthday for a full week. Mm-hmm. All last weekend, all of this week, all the way through the next weekend until the holiday is over. You out here living like your that. best life and I appreciate it. Living my best life. Because it could have been another way. At 21 years old. Hey! Hey! I'm right behind you. One. Okay. At 23. That's right. Well, guys, welcome back to episode 33 of the Culture Shock Podcast. B, yo, you really are out here looking like you're 19. I mean, that's what they do. I, I go lower every time, right? <laughs> that's what they be telling me or whatever. So normally we do our weekend in review, but we're not going to do that since we were together another weekend. I want to talk about that during the actual show. So. <clears throat> and it's a lot to talk about. There's so, so many things, all the things. Um, but usually we have our good, bad, and indifferent. We get to tell you the news. You get to decide how you feel about it. We'll tell you what we think, but you do not have to agree. So let's go to that, B. Like, what happened during this week that impacted you? I know there were many things that we've been able to discuss off air, so let's talk to the people about it. Are we saving the main meat of this discussion? Uh-huh. Because it's really only a few things. Yes. Okay. So, so let's go let's go with the the actual news. The actual news. Okay, so one thing that <clears throat> I did want to talk about before we get into it um is the fact that even though we have differing opinions on politics, life, religion, what have you, mm-hmm. um I don't think that that compromises our um ability to pay respects and condolences when they are due. So I just want to um, basically speak on the fact that Senator John McCain has passed away. I was shocked. Yeah. When you guys showed me, I was shocked. I mean, he was sick, so. Yeah. And the thing about it is, um, from a healthcare standpoint, just from working in that field, whenever... I read the type of cancer that he had. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I'm surprised that he even lasted this long because right. that's like the worst um, type of brain tumor. He had a glioblastoma, and those progress really quickly. Um, and I'm not going to lie. Whenever Barack was running against him, I'm not going to lie, I didn't like John McCain because I felt like some of the some of his policies and a few comments that he made were kind of off kilter but from 
this recent administration and seeing the stance he took like with um, health care reform and being the right. deciding vote saying, no, we do not need to repeal um, Obamacare. Correct. It really changed my perspective of John McCain. Um, just seeing the way that he interacts with other people like across the aisle that may not agree with him and mm-hmm. he's still respectful. Just respectful. Mm-hmm. And the way that number 45 has treated him and basically tried to like negate his um, his experience yeah. as a war, a war hero. He was a prisoner of war. Mm-hmm. He's been a senator for a long time. And here recently, he's been one of the only Republican senators that I feel like has stood up to Donald Trump, whether he's on the Republican side or not, which Donald Trump is not really a Republican. But I just, you know, want to send my condolences to his family, even though I go in on his daughter on The View because she gets on my nerves a little bit. It's Amen. still <laughs> Amen. Not a little bit, a lot of it. You know, I think that as a human, I can still say I hate that he has lost his life, but he has lived a long time. 81 years. He's left a great legacy and, you know, his recent impact on politics has made a difference with me. So if that's any consolation. Right. Just to reiterate, this is the um, presidential contender who had to concede to Barack Obama in 2008. Um, and so I saw there's a bit of controversy that was going on today. You know how usually mm-hmm. the flag is flown at half mast um, up until, um, I guess, maybe the, the person is laid to rest. Mm-hmm. Usually it should, mm-hmm, it should be. And um, I don't really know the details of everything, but I know that 45 did not like it, it was flown at half mast for like a day or so. And then they put it back at full Mass um, caught a lot of controversy. Never really responded to that, but went back and decided, re- like within the last few hours, that they were going to fly to half mass until. And he also they they I guess basically wrote a statement for him because you know he's an idiot. Mm-hmm. He would not read it. He would not read it, and and he would not agree to using the word hero. Mm-mm. He would not agree to it. But what I thought was super funny was, did you see John McCain's like list of what he wanted for his service? Mm-hmm. And he said, do not invite Trump. (laughs) (laughs) And he meant that thing. And Trump Trump did confirm that he will not be attending uh, the funeral services for John McCain, which uh, I I believe on Wednesday he will be at the Arizona State Capitol. And I think that's going to be a private ceremony at 10 Pacific. And then that I, I like this. Wednesday would have been his 82nd birthday. Wow. And so somebody was like, only John McCain can, I'm paraphrasing, but only John McCain can like weasel a birthday celebration out of his own death. So I thought that was kind of cute or whatever. Um, And then on Friday, he's going to be at the U.S. Capitol and then they'll lay him to rest on Sunday, the following Sunday um, in Annapolis. And and another thing that I think is awesome is that he requested that Barack speak at his, Mm -hmm. well, basically eulogize him and George Bush. I mean, who wouldn't want Barack to eulogize them? Who? That just shows you that he respected Barack. Yep. You know, that he did. And Barack is just, I mean, it's Barack Obama. Come on. True. So. Rest in peace, John McCain. John McCain. McCain. (laughs) John McCain. I haven't even had any wine today. You're tired. I know. You got, you I have the right. You've been stung. 
and I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> Speaking of people who have lived a long time, though, Katherine Johnson turned 100 yes, years old on Sunday. She is one of our living legends. If you guys don't know who Miss Katherine Johnson is, she is the NASA human computer. A human computer. Mm-hmm. She was like a human MacBook. Exactly. She's the one who calculated the trajectories for the um, Apollo space mission. In, what was it, 69? 1969. And if you guys watched um, Hidden Figures, she's the one that was depicted by Taraji P. Hansen. And she still looks really good to um, be 100. Beautiful. I mean, beautiful. 100. Guys, old. just Google a picture of Katherine Johnson whenever you hear this. She's gorgeous. She's 100 years old. Out here looking 21. Okay. I'm just saying. She's probably getting all the men at the bingo. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure she doesn't go to bingo. She's probably married. I'm, Ma'am. I'm joking. Miss Catherine, I'm joking. Okay. You know what? I want to lift up, pay homage to one other set of people. Lemuel author um, Louis Jr. is married to Reva Goodwin Jr. And he is one of the last surviving Tuskegee Airmen. Oh, wow. He turned, he's 98, she's 88, so he's 10 years her senior, and they just recently celebrated, uh, I think it was 70, 70 years of marriage. Wow. Um, so they had like their vow renewal in South Carolina, I believe over the weekend, and so on August 28th, which will be the, if you're listening to the show the day that it drops, it'll be the next day, is their actual wedding anniversary, 70 years. Golly. So. Just wanted to give them a shout out as well. I love black love. And I saw a lot of it this weekend. And I want to make notes, mental notes, to remember to mention something about that at the end of the episode. They've basically been together like double my lifetime. Absolutely. Like just their marriage. Right. Not to mention how long they've been alive. Married since they, married since she was 18. Since he was 28. Crazy. They've been through some things, but they look so happy. Yeah, because they, everything is love. Everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, they got that notebook. That notebook kind of love. I know, right? And they look good too. You guys have to see. You know what? On Wednesday, we will probably post their photos so that you can see. You know what they look like as well. Listen, we gotta start posting our studies. We need to see these lives that we be living. Okay, living because, Okay. Lil Duval was at the concert. Oh, okay. That okay. is my theme song. Okay, for the rest. Forever, but really for the rest of 2018. Definitely for the rest of 2018. Shout out to Lil Duval. Um, what else happened? Something that aggravated me a little bit was, shout out to Serena. First of all, I saw a really nice commercial, a Nike commercial, where they made a montage of like her videos from when she was a kid and she was getting frustrated. Her dad was helping her to now, like, and she was just saying, you know, don't quit, just do it, that kind of thing. Great commercial. Whoever idea, who's whoever had that idea, give that person a raise. Um, but Serena's cat suit has made <sighs> the news. Um, I'm just trying to figure out who gives a shit. Right. Who cares? So she can't wear the. For those of you who don't know, Lord have mercy. She can't wear anything similar to that black cat suit that she wore. Um, for the French Open, the French Ten- Tennis Federation said that Serena's tight, this is how they described it, tight black catsuit isn't going to cut it next year because of our new dress code. And so, I I don't understand, I don't know the context, so forgive me, of how it even came up. But I hate when that happens, like, 
if you've changed ruling, why do you have to call out one, one person, person in particular? First of all, that was my first issue. And the Federation president, his not his name is Bernard. I always forget how to pronounce this. Um G U G U G U Judicelli. That's what it is. Ugh, it's the spelling that gets me. Yes, Judicelli. It's Judicelli. Because like Teresa on the Housewives, her it look it's spelled like that, but it's it's Judice. Right, right. So it's the same. Right. And she's I always have to remember the difference between French and Italian. Mm-hmm. That's what gets me tongue-tied. But anyway, Bernard Giudicelli, he said the following. I believe we have sometimes gone too far. Serena's outfit this year, for example, would no longer be accepted. And so, for me, and this is just personal, it seems like the rules got changed because you didn't like an outfit. Mm-hmm. That's exactly the rules got changed because... Of the person wearing the outfit, the way they looked in the outfit, because if that's the how is it inappropriate? Her entire body is covered. Exactly. When that was my first thought, I was like, now I've seen some tennis outfits, some tennis skirts that were risque, you know, risque. But she, her whole body is covered, and and, and this is going too far. And another thing like is it. that catsuit is a it's a special made catsuit. For Serena, it's like a compression suit exactly. to help prevent her from developing blood clots because she That's has right. developed blood clots a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's it's serving a purpose. Mm-hmm. It's like helping save her life, basically. And I'm just but you're wondering. So, you're so intimidated by, and it's not even her being a female, just by black, black bodies, features. I said black that. bodies in white spaces. Mm-hmm. That's all it's about. It's not about the the freaking catsuit. It's the fact that you are intimidated by. Black excellence mm-hmm. in white spaces. Right. That's all it is. Because, I, I mean, who cares about the cat suit? Right. Who cares? They do. So I'm just curious to see how this is going to pan out. Because we know why Serena is wearing the suit. I don't know but how before, she does it. I don't know how she does it. Before they decided to change the rules on her, they didn't even bother to consult or ask why or find out. This is my thing. Why even say anything? Right. The people who are going to be participating in the games, send them the rule book and say these are our, you know, addendums or new amendments or whatever the rule book says. This is what's new. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. Why, do you, why did you have to do a thing, a press conference? What does it matter? Right. You wanted to single her out. Because mm-hmm. you could have just not said, you, even if you felt like you didn't want her to wear that. In your mind, if you wanted to change it, okay, that's who you were talking about. But you didn't have to say it. Exactly. That's, Send out the rules and go. Everybody would have went on. And I'm like, okay, That's well. why I had a problem. It, it literally looked like they were trying to single her out. So. I hope she beats everybody. Mm. I hope she beats everybody. I wish this was a scenario where she could easily boycott and it wouldn't impact her that much. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of us only watch tennis for Serena. I do. Same. But I digress. Um... Another brown body who needed some support recently. So, did you hear about the uh, Muslim woman who was forced by TSA to show her pad? Yeah, that was heartbreaking. First of all, I'm not gonna say that. Okay, her (laughs) name. Something terrible. I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna let y'all hear me. Oh God! I just got like three different images in my brain of what you you might have thought. Okay. Yeah, I'm let you see it. Let me. Anyway, her name is Zainab Merchant. Um, she's a Harvard grad student, um, and she's a found, she's the founder and editor of Zainab Writes. 
She was going to Boston, going from Boston to D.C., and she's been stopped over 10 times. Now, she's, like, young, forgetting her age, but she's, like, really, like, in her 20s, and she's been stopped over 10 times. She's been subjected to, you know, um, invasive searches, dog searches, um, rummaging through her, TSA rummaging through her bags and things like that, um, additional pat-downs and screenings, and so... As soon as I started the, reading the article, I'm like, oh, she must be on some government watch list um, because she's too young to have been stopped this many times. Or it's just because of the way she looks. Right. So this time in particular, um, she was subjected to an extra screening. They did a full on pat down, including her groin area, and then told her that she needed to go to the back to be searched. Now, I need to stop right here because this might be my own ignorance, but I thought that you could request to be taken to the back, but that like, if you were okay being searched in public, then they could search you in public. And that's what she wanted. She wanted to be searched in public. She was traveling by herself. She was afraid that if she went to the back, that it would just Mm -hmm. get worse, which it totally did. They wouldn't allow her to call her lawyer, told her that they, so she told them that her cycle was on. And they said that she needed to pull down her underwear and show them her pad. Mm-mm. First of all, I would like to think, they say don't say what you won't do or you don't know what you'll do in scenarios where you're afraid. And that might be true. But from a mental standpoint, like as I read the article, as I talk about it, I'm like, you guys would literally have to rip my clothes yeah. off because I'm not showing you Mm-mm. a pad while my cycle is on, just not I'm not even pulling down my underwear Me for you. Either. Not at not at a um airport. Mm-mm. I'm not doing that. And so and the fact that they wouldn't let her call her lawyer was like really weird. So she was forced to a private search. And um what else? After it was over, so she showed them and I thought about this too, and this might be too much depending on the ears. I'm sorry, I just really need to talk about this. Um, but after she showed them the pad, I was thinking, well, it's not like they let her stand there and change it. Yeah. So she probably had to pull that uh, soiled pad right back up onto her body. Yeah. Infuriates me. It infuriates The thought makes me so upset. And so she um, she asked for their badges and their names. And I just got the air of childishness from this. They would not give her the badges. They wouldn't give her the names. Why? And they they covered she says she alleges that they covered their names and, and walked away. So the ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union, has filed a formal complaint with the Department of Homeland Security on her behalf. But um, they didn't want her to... I don't know. I mean, the only thing I can think is... I don't want to use the word unlawful because why would they even do that if they didn't think they could get away with and it? Was it? I wonder if it was if there were men or, or women who do did that. I pray that even though this was awful, that there was at least one woman there. There had to listen. If there were any men in there, that's a whole nother problem. Yeah, that's a problem. So. Because even when even when you're in, you're arrested by the cops, you can request a female only to do your correct. Search. Or but you can wait on a female to get there. You don't have to let they they don't have to do it. What's so crazy is she says she had been subjected to those not that kind of search, but searches so many times before she knew that she had to follow the rules of nobody else did. So she got there like over two hours early, just in preparation for everything, and this still something like this still happened. Now I don't know if she got made her flight or not, but I just would have been distraught afterwards. Truly. 
Well, I pray she gets what she's due. Me too. And that they get what they're due, which is fired. Me too. Every last one of Every them. Every last one of them. Because you could hide your badges from her, but they know who was working that day. Exactly. And I'm not... Lo- if you're behaving that way, even if I'm a TSA agent and I wasn't involved, if I know you were involved, I'm not losing my job for you. No. I'm not going to do it. No. And let me be a woman too, someone who can relate. No, bud. I just can't imagine you telling me to pull my pad down so you can see it. Mm-hmm. Y'all might have to tase me. I'm telling you. Honestly. Or and I, I don't want to be tased, but I'm just saying you, you, no. <clears throat> There's that. Disgusting. Yep. Um, so those are those are the things that upset me this week. What about you? Not that you were upset, but what are some other things that impacted you? Um, so one <clears throat> thing that impacted me is so in Chicago, like they don't already have <sighs> one million and one things to be trying to work on and handle with with the amount of gun violence that goes on in that city. Um, When I was in Philadelphia um, at the Scorpion Show 10-year anniversary show, they brought up the topic of, um, in Chicago, the Chicago PD had basically a shoe truck open (laughs) in... It's not funny, but golly! Crazy. They have a shoe truck with, you know, all kinds of, like, shoes on the back of this truck with the truck open to basically bait bait people into stealing... Mostly kids, in my opinion. Stealing shoes that way they can arrest them. Right. And so um, the two guys that that are on that show basically had differing opinions. One felt like, well, if you don't have it in your heart to steal, you're not gonna steal. So it's only baiting thieves. I don't agree. And then with another him. person was like, it doesn't matter. That is a trap to get people to do something wrong, to tempt you to do something. To like, why even do that? I'm sorry. That's like putting a a smorgasbord of food in front of a, a hungry person who can't afford to go buy a sandwich. And just leaving it out there. Do you think I'm not going to take a chicken leg? Because why don't you put it in, in a well-to-do neighborhood? Exactly. So, um, two of my favorite rappers from Chicago, Chance the Rapper hey. and Vic Mensa. Yes. It's really more so Vic Mensa's um, nonprofit organization basically um, had an event and it was called the anti-bait truck where they got places to like donate you know um shoes to basically pass out in these same areas so that these kids or whoever it will i mean because it could be homeless people right whomever that they were trying to bait could come and get free shoes off of a truck right instead of going to these i love that i just think that it is so sick that you are trying to bait Poor people. When you know, there's so many other things you could be working on so in Chicago. That you could be doing, and and then too, you know that they can't afford lawyers' fees and to get out. So basically, you're just funneling them into this for-profit prison system, which right. is your ultimate goal anyway. I just feel like that is sick and disgusting. It's dirty. It's grimy. It's ridiculous. And no, people should not be stealing. But again, I just go back to my original analogy. Like it's, it's dirty. Um. Did you see where Birdman apologized to Weezy over the weekend? I did, but I didn't because I'm over them. But <laughs> it was a little Wayne do something to his hair. I don't want to. I don't have any here words. Here we go. I so, don't have any words for Cynthia. They were stop it. <laughs> I'm not even gonna explain that reference. I don't have any oh words God. for Cynthia. All right. But um, Little Wayne at Louisiana Fest in New Orleans bought um Birdman 
his daddy, quotation marks in the air, up on stage and Birdman, uh, with a bunch of explicatives, you know, did apologize, said he didn't know when it was going to happen, but he knew that it was going to happen. Basically, Lil Wayne is his son and, you know, they always going to be family forever and YMCMB and all that. He, so He says he didn't know when it was going to happen, but clearly it happened after Lil Wayne won his lawsuit against right. you. So, I mean... What I mean, what are you gonna do? What can you say? If I was Lil Wayne, I'd be a little leery. I'd be like, um, are you apologizing to me so we can be on good terms? Like, this would just be what I would think. Like, are you apologizing to me so that we can be on good terms so that you can make more money with me? Like, like what is the motive mm-hmm. at this point? Um, but I don't, I don't really know. I mean, all I know is what they've depicted in the media about their relationship. I know even though they've been going through this for years... Every now and then, you'll see them at a show hugging or, you know, this is my dad. Yeah, that too. I wasn't going to say that, but, you know. That's what they do. You know, whatever, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't have time for them. I just, I, I just want everybody to live their real true life. That's, that's true. all I'm going to say about that one. Mm-hmm. Louisiana. I like the old Lil Wayne. You sound like a lot of other people I know. I do. You like the old everybody? No, just, just Lil Wayne. Just Lil Wayne. Um, who else? Who else got on my nerves? It's like, um, you want to talk about Paul Manafort right now, or you want to skip over that? We can talk about it right now because he didn't get on my nerves. I'm glad he's going to jail. He Good is going you. to jail. I heard that like his wife was basically stoic. Like she had no emotion. He had no emotion. His um Paul Manafort's lawyer was basically like, you know, he hates that he didn't get off i mean i'm sure he does but you know he wanted to thank the jurors and to thank the judge and everything so paul manafort for those of you who don't know is being investigated by robert Mueller, and he was found guilty on eight counts of fraud Mm -hmm. um on, on in his trial um and manafort is trump's former campaign chairman yes right who has a lot of ties to russia indeed uh many um so, this is the first case of investigation into the whole Russia interference in the 2016 election. <clears throat> and there was a range of charges, I think like 18 total. Mm-hmm. So, there were about 10. Okay, so there were financial crimes mm-hmm. um, like tax evasion, bank fraud, um, and hiding foreign bank accounts, like buku money. And you know the feds don't play They're about real. their funds in America. Mm-hmm. They just don't. You could have, listen, he could probably get, well, I've seen people get less time for murder than what. Yeah, because what is he facing? It's like a crazy amount 80 of years. years oh. 80 years, and he wasn't even found guilty on all 18 charges. Um, the jury couldn't, you know, reach a verdict on 10 of those. So, you know, ended up being, what do you call it? A hung jury. Yeah, a hung jury. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Um, so, he was guilty of five tax fraud char- charges, one charge of hiding foreign bank accounts, and two counts of bank fraud. He faces um, the 80 years in prison. He's been in jail since June. Mm-hmm. Mind you, that. he's 69 years old already. Um, and he's still set to go on trial for failure to register his foreign lobby and money laundering. And, but you know what? I, I heard something, and I, you know, you can, you never know what's really, really true or not, but there were some reports coming out that, because you know, all your calls are monitored when you're calling from, from prison. Correct. And he had been calling home saying basically, like, 
he was getting treated like a king and he had his own this and his own that. Well, guess what? I hope you enjoy it for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Since you're being treated like a king. Exactly. So you should have no problem staying there, right? I just want to know, like, how much money his family is going to end up with when they're done with him. I'm sure they're not going to take it all, but I'm just... If they can link any of it to any of that... It's gone. It's gone. So... And speaking of Paul Manafort, Mm -hmm. um, Trump's lawyer, Michael Michael. Cohen, Mm -hmm. is also (laughs) in trouble and has basically agreed to participate with the prosecution and tell all he knows to basically Mm -hmm. save himself. And this is going to directly, and and this is what I'm hoping comes of this, because if you think about it, this, and if you're not familiar with, um, I'm going to just go on a tangent real quick. No, you're fine. You can do whatever you want. Okay. So if you are unfamiliar with presidents back in the sixties, we had a president whose name was Richard Nixon Mm -hmm. and Richard Nixon was involved in what is known as Watergate, which is basically the Republican, um, party or the, the the council that was on his committee for re-election basically um, broke into basically like a Democratic headquarters. And he knew that this was happening. He had been doing all these dirty tactics and basically ended up having to resign because he basically told on himself. Right. Anyway, make a long story short. This is worse than that. This is what, yeah, this is worse than Watergate. Way worse than Watergate. But I think it's funny because there's this other guy named Richard... I mean, Roger Roger Stone, Mm -hmm. who worked hand-in-hand with Nixon, getting all of this. He's basically responsible for the the lobbying. Right. Him and these other guys started this lobbying. And he has been a, um, I don't want to say an advisor, but he worked hand-in-hand with Trump on this campaign. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just think that all of this is coming full circle. circle And the way that they got to Richard Nixon was one, they followed the money. Mm -hmm. And two, Richard Nixon told him on himself by having secret recordings that nobody knew of. And then when they went back and listened to the tapes, Nixon knew that all of this was going on. Mm -hmm. So I say all that to say, once they start following this money and Michael Cohen is saying that Trump used these campaign funds to pay Stormy Daniels, that's going to open up all of Trump's financial records. Mm-hmm. And then we will be able to see why he is so far up Putin's butt. And I'm just I'm just so excited. I just I'm glad that Mueller has taken his time and he is doing He really thing. did. As he, much as we were frustrated, we were like, "Come on, just get to it." Like he did right. So, um you know, I feel like Trump wanted to, you know, to basically live out his dreams as being, you know, Richard Nixon and using these um, dog whistles and law and order president. This is all the same type of stuff that Richard Nixon did, which makes perfect sense because he's using the same people. And if they were dirty back in the 60s, they ain't changed now. Mm-mm. So still getting away with the same stuff. Oh, but wait. They ain't getting, 80 years That's ain't getting true. away with it. That's true. 80 years is not getting away with it. What did um, Chris Tucker tell Jackie Chan on Rush Hour? Follow the rich white man. Follow the rich white man. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, what is Trump going to do about his wig in jail? <laughs> They're going to make sure he have one. And it's still going to be ugly. What is he, how he going to glue, who going to glue it down? He going to have to get Sophia from Orange is the New Black to come over here. <laughs> Stop. He might. <laughs> 
I don't know. I don't I don't see I've had this debate with several people over the last few days. I don't see them sending Trump to jail. I just don't as much as we would like that, I don't see them doing it. But why why would they send Paul Manafort not to them? So if he if you don't think if Trump got first he would have to be impeached. Right? First. Then he would have to be convicted. You don't think it would happen? I don't see it happening. I Listen, if I have to come on this show and eat those words one day, that'll be great. But I don't see it happening. Do you think he will resign? Uh, his, uh, first of all, I don't believe that Donald Trump is mentally stable. And of his own volition, no. I do not see him resigning. So what's going to happen when he finds that he's committed crimes? Because paying off, paying off porn, well, I won't say porn stars, I don't know, but paying off people. She's a with, porn star. Okay. Paying off porn stars with campaign money is a crime. It is. Listen, I just And we know, don't know what, and once they start going into his records, what other. Agreed. But what I'm saying is, I know that sometimes they like to make examples of people and other times people should, you know, serve their time just like any average joe blow and they get a pass and we never know who Who those people are gonna be because what i'm trying to figure out is if trump is involved and knows this does that mean that pence knows and was involved in this because then we'll be in a constitutional crisis because i mean i don't want pence either but then as a president but i think and and if you're listening to this and you know more about this than i do please let me know. But from my own understanding, and this is this may not be correct, but I thought it went president, vice president, and then if both of them are incapable or something happens to them, then it goes to Speaker of the House. And I do not want Paul Ryan to be. I don't. <laughs> this want, is just awful I don't want, either way. That's what I'm saying. I do not want Woody from Toy Story being a president. Stop it. I don't. So I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is just like a poop storm. We're all screwed. Like, what is gonna? Happen? What is going to happen? Only time can tell. But it is the Speaker of the House. I just looked it up. Listen, Courtney may speak a little bit of Ebonics from here and there, but Courtney be no one. Okay? I knew it was the Speaker of the House. So hopefully, by the time everything wraps up, we'll be so close to election year. Honestly, with the... Unless things snowball... And we have an answer before the year is out. I don't know. Maybe we'll I would be love to have it before the 2020 elections come because the people that voted for him are crazy. And they'll vote for him again just to spite everybody else. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Okay, this is the end of 2018. And I'm saying things have gone slowly up until now. So if we don't have a full-on, if, if Trump is not impeached before the end of the year, We'll go into 2019 with Trump as president. We're already used to his crazy. Hopefully, he won't do anything outlandish. And if a decision is made in 2019, then no matter what happens, like we won't have long to we'll vote someone. The, yeah, we'll be on the upside of or the downside saying. of all of this mess. Right. Okay. So there's that. That's um, all I have before, you know. 
Yeah, let's move on. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Cause I've been wanting to talk about Beyonce. Okay, let's talk about let's talk about Giselle. Okay, so one last story leading into that. Then um, you saw where Beyonce and Jay Z are going to give a hundred thousand dollars to one deserving student. I think that's amazing. Who's excelling in school for you know their college tuition, but also. They will distribute $1.1 million across the board to more deserving students in the 11 states uh, where they are touring for yes. On the Run Tour. I swear love they don't, the Carters. Where they don't do anything. And let me tell you this. They are not done. You mm-hmm. wait till this tour is over. They are going to do some more amazing things. I, I know in my heart of hearts they already have things lined up. Okay, so now I know we didn't talk about our weekend at the beginning of the show like we normally do, but that's because I wanted to save it for now because I had the time of my life. I need for y'all to know. I had the time of my life spending the weekend with my woes, watching the Carters and some (laughs) other people on the stage. I was in black ass Atlanta, Georgia. (sighs) Y'all. Listen, I don't even know where to begin. First of all, road tripping is we always did. fun. And I did go to sleep on the way. Yeah. Everybody knows we know I go to right. sleep every time I get in the car. Mm-hmm. I, I called it. Driving. I called it, though, <laughs> in the very beginning. It started out kind of rough because we were supposed to leave by a certain time. And who? Who lost her purse? Me. I never lose my purse. Just threw your my money mu- away. I- <laughs> Just threw your money Literally. away. Y'all, we're like... Frantic, well, they're not frantic. I'm frantic. I'm working on my franticness. You What's see how so crazy? Yes, but see, that's normally me. And I want you to know that it was a good at least an hour and a half where I didn't know where my money was, you guys. And I was so cool. I was like, because when you start panicking, like I'm usually the per- person that my family or friends call in a crisis because I'm going to be level headed. You know, even if, like, my heart is jumping, I'm going to be even killed. Like, okay, well, what do we need to do to take care of this scenario? It wasn't until B got to my house, y'all, when I was like, okay, it's really time to go. We cannot leave without my money, my cards. Like, how am I going to prove that I'm older than 21 so I can have me a liquor drink? And I, <laughs> and I think I clearly said, as I sat here on the stool, watching you look through all of your stuff, I think I said... You didn't throw it in the trash, did you? You did say that, but what's so funny about that is I thought it five minutes before you <laughs> said it, and I still wouldn't look in the trash can, y'all, because Why I was not? like, there is no way Tiffany threw her purse in the trash can. Like, why would I do that? I mean, but because I know how people are when they panic, I looked in the refrigerator, I looked in the freezer, everywhere, everywhere but, but the, trash, the can. trash can. When I finally, like, let my ego go and was like, girl, just go put your hand in the trash can. <laughs> there it was. I was so outdone. But anyway, that was the beginning and the end of my troubles because yes. we hit the road, had a great time, got to Georgia, checked in, um, went to a bar, had some decent wings. I've actually been wanting to try this place. Um, it's called Taco Mac. And mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, my favorite chancellor, shout out to Chancellor Martin, who used to be the chancellor at Winston-Salem State. He's now the chancellor over at North Carolina A&T State University. But um, his son is part owner, I believe, of taco of that Taco Mac. Oh, really? 
Really? Yeah, so wanted to try that. Went to that bar. The service was good. We had some wings. Um, and I love a good um, sweet potato fries. So they had good, yes. good sweet potato fries and everything. Went back to the hotel and just relaxed. The next day was on the run day. Y'all, so I'm trying to convince these fools. Yes, said that. Me? Y- yes. What did Turn I me do? Out. You ain't got to convince me nothing about the quarters. That we, no, that we didn't have to do a full-on pregame at the bar. Yeah, you're right. But that's because when we got to the stadium, first of all, oh, wait. this new stadium. I got to say something to you. Did you know that that was going to happen? What? All our free stuff. Yes. And you didn't tell me? It was a surprise. That's why. Off the air. But, yes. I thought you didn't know. I did know. I had the tickets, y'all. I had the tickets. How would I not know what was going on? Anyway, left the hotel, caught the martyr. Easy like enough, right? Like a local. Pretending like we belong there. By this point, on the way there, I was already sweaty from Patron shots. okay? <laughs> I was already like, ooh, it's, it's her birthday weekend. I don't hear. It's the summertime. We had to walk. Let's make love in the summertime. Come on, yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Come <laughs> on with it. So we get to the stadium. It's their new stadium in Georgia. Very nice. Over there where, if you guys are familiar with Georgia, it's over there where CNN is. It's a, just a quick walk from um, the Coca-Cola plant and the aquarium. aquarium. Like, all of that's right there together. So I think, I think it's amazing. I even, my heart even skipped a beat. When I got off the Marta and hit the street and MLK popped up, and I'm like, I'm good on any MLK yeah. Boulevard. We, we good. good. <laughs> yeah, and it's also close to um, OLG. Candy's Bar oh, is right yeah. around there, too. Oh, yeah. I bet right they got a lot of business this weekend. Well, I hope the food was better. So, anyway, um, we stopped at the, the <laughs> counter for some merch. Got a little bit of merch. Went on in. Now, this is where I knew it was about to be popping, right? It the, got real. Hit the bathroom. When my G's came out of the bathroom, y'all, shout out to Courtney B and Ken when they came out of the restroom and we got to where we were supposed to be going. So, we went. Our tickets were attached to the SunTrust Lounge. You got us. You got us good. Y'all, when I tell you the fried chicken, <laughs> the jumbo shrimp, the nachos, the tequila sunrises. What was your what were you, Moscow, Moscow mules, mules all weekend? Oh my gosh! From Sausage the time, dogs, yep, macaroni and cheese, homemade macaroni and cheese that was so boss, y'all. They had like a million TVs in there. What was that sauce that we had on the biscuits and on it our was chicken? like a honey, honey hot sauce. sauce. I should have gotten the name, y'all. Th- listen, if Beyonce you're going to concert. People, if you're okay? going to concert, this is how you do it. We will not be concerting any other way going no. forward. Okay. My listen, my friend went. She told me that she spent one hundred and thirty dollars at the bar. Of course. And guess how much we spent at the bar? Zero dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All on the corners. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you very much, Jay Z and Beyonce. We appreciate you. We love you. We will be back to see you. Um, to be like, I, there are so many moments. Like, even I'm so glad that we went to the Georgia show because they brought out so many people that other people didn't get to see. Yes. Like, when see, listen, one of my favorite moments regarding you is whenever CeeLo came out. <laughs> when CeeLo came out and you were singing and I was recording her, you guys, it was just so adorable. That's my so fat boo. If you. <laughs> 
I know. Even on Twitter, like your name is Sebo Green. Yes, I love him. That's my fat boo. I love him. I love CeeLo. That's like for real. He's like my friend in my head. Right. Like I feel him. Like y'all don't understand. If you are not a Goody Mob fan, I at least know you know like one of the most like one of the most popular songs of all time, which is crazy. You're not gonna tell me that it's not. Right. Please. Whenever you have a time, have the time, go listen to "Saint Elsewhere" by Narles Barkley. Yes, I'm telling you, it will change your life. Just listen to the words that CeeLo. Just listen to the words that's coming out of his mouth. He is he is like one of my favorite people ever. I know. So I was excited her whole life and surprised to see my fat boo up <laughs> on the stage. Y'all, so many things. Monica came out. Um, Ludacris. Yes, Luda. Um, Lil Yachty, Mac Miller, um, King Combs, Christian Combs. I always like call him Christian and then people like, you know, correct me. I guess now that he's like a grown up, he wants to be called King Combs and that's fine. Um, did you see the clips from whenever, um, Lil Duval was on there? Yes. With his green, I mean, not his green, but them yellow pants. Hopping around like a maniac. And I do want to say something. Shout out to Lil Yachty because his birthday was that day. So he's Sure was. It yeah. sure was. Because um, your boy wished him a happy birthday yeah. on stage. Yeah, that so, was cool. And Chloe and Hallie, you guys, they are a vision. And those girls can sing. And their mentor... Beyonce, Giselle knows, is doing right by them. And you know what is so funny, which I know you know this, but if anybody um, is listening and they don't know um, Chloe and Hallie, they were the little sisters that um, were discovered um, off of YouTube Mm -hmm. by singing and playing their instruments. And um, they were also um, featured in some Gap Kids campaigns Mm -hmm. when they were younger. And another thing that is so crazy, and this is how, watch how God works. If you've ever seen the movie Fighting Temptations, Chloe actually played little Beyonce. That's right. And she always talks about how Beyonce had no clue that that was her. Mm-hmm. And when she saw them on YouTube, she had no clue that that was little her. Chloe that had grown up and that had played her in the Fighting Temptations. So that's how you know God be working. That's why Full all circle. weekend we were putting stuff out into the atmosphere. Like there are some people that we need to meet. And um, I'm just gonna go and put it out there. Yes, it was it was awesome. Got to see DJ Khaled hit his salsa that don't really salsa. It's the you know his, his feet be moving real fast, but the rest of his body be kind of like two steps behind. Right. But he did that. But it's still his move, it's and he, we appreciate it because he, he's he DJ that. Khaled. He, you know? he did that. And one thing I got to tell y'all, I don't know about nobody else. Well, no, because Janet was on time too. When Beyonce said the show was going to start hey. at eight thirty. And let me at tell you something. you better be in your seat and at attention. When they said that Chloe and Hallie were coming on at 7.30, them girls was on at 7.30. When they said that DJ Khaled was going to be on the stage at 8 o'clock, DJ Khaled was on the stage at 8 o'clock. When DJ Khaled got off the stage, it might have been five minutes max, max. and them carters were coming down from the sky. Yeah. And there's that. And there's that. So don't play around because you will miss the You're show. You're going to miss it. Girl, That's what happened to me the, the first Janet concert. Show started at 8. Janet eight on o'clock. Eight. Janet is out there at 8 o'clock. Because people, people that are legends, mm-hmm. they don't have the time to play with you. Okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they came to do what they need to do. Sing the song like I wrote it. They, they sing, sing the song like I wrote it. They came to do what they had to do, and they're going to leave. The visuals were so amazing, you guys. Um, I remember when they went out to Jamaica to do some of the filming and things like that. Just... Seeing them love up on it, like, everything is love. Like, it was a real love story. And I know, like, there's some people, 
first of all, if you have an opportunity to still go to at least one of the shows, please do yourself a favor and go to one of these shows. Like, you will not regret it. This is an experience. And I'm trying to tell you, if you go in that moment and you're like, man, it was okay, I guarantee you, you will change your mind the moment you go to another concert, one of those concerts that you're used to going to you will realize the excellence that you got at a Carter's concert or a Beyonce concert or like even now at a regular Jay-Z concert, it's like up 10 notches Mm -hmm. because, well, thank Beyonce for that. (laughs) Seriously, perfection. It was was awesome. And one thing I can say, so um, we went to the first on the run in Atlanta. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like... It was more so the Beyonce show. That's just my own personal opinion. More so than last time. More no, so I'm talking than the about last... the, the last time was was the Beyonce. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, the, the last on the, on the run. Yeah, not was on the, the run Beyonce show. show. This, my friends, to me, this was the Jay Z show. Mm-hmm. Like Jay Z got his shine mm-hmm. on, and when I tell you, I've never seen him smile that much at a concert. Even with now, look, I'm a Jay Z fan, y'all. I went to the Barclays opening. Okay, in Brooklyn. I went to two shows. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z did not even smile that much in Brooklyn at home. I see. He, he's so happy. He getting ready to be a stay-at-home dad. Jay-Z about to give y'all his butt to kiss. He going to be at home with them youngest, taking them to school, picking them up, smiling and grinning. Skinning and grinning. He's so happy. I'm telling you, we all need to go to therapy. If that's what it's doing, I want some. And his hair looks good. It does. I like There it. are plenty like of people who like do that. not like the fact that he's growing it out. I'm like, like, grow it. up. I like it because I'm going to tell you one thing about like men with hair like that. What I found is that I tend to like it because I feel like, like it's kind of like, just, just like, like flourish a little Mm -hmm. bit. Like you don't got to be put together. I'm the, let me be put together. Mm -hmm. You can be scruff. You can be, you know, a little rough around the edges. Mm -hmm. That's what we like. Like just relax for a minute. Right. Let me let me do all the shining, shining, yeah. shining, shining. Yeah, I, I really, I really like him with the hair. Mm-hmm. Me too. It just, it just shows like with his personality that he just, he's just being him mm-hmm. now. Like he don't care. I said he addressed that in Friends before he even grew out his hair like that. Yeah, he said I might grow out my hair like just based on the vibe. Yeah, and the feel and the fact that all my friends are here, my real friends are here and we just vibing and chilling and relaxing and having a good life. I might grow out my hair. Yeah. So what were some of your favorite moments from the night? Since it was your birthday weekend. Um, of course, the getting to the money breakdown. Of course. Everybody mad. Um resentment. Resentment was, was good. So you know resentment is my favorite song. Did you actually get to hear the song? What do you mean you actually get to hear it? Like, what, did you get to see the performance? Yeah. Oh, because I didn't. Why didn't you? Because I was being distracted. Oh, yeah, I did. I'm, I recorded some of it. Okay, well, I need to see it because um, that's my favorite, favorite Beyonce song. And I just wanted to sing it from the beginning to the end. And I don't even think I got to look in her direction during that song. Yeah, I was so she was tight. All right at the end of the stage. Yeah, that's what um, she always does. She goes to the end of the stage for that there. song, yeah. Um, so that was my favorite part when we did the swag surf. Yes, with right. With her deep voice. <laughs> I, mean, I just I love to hear her. Do this in the A. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, girl, make 
<laughs> no, I love to hear her talk. It's so weird, Beyonce. But no, yeah, I like that part. Um, I just like I just like hearing Jay Z rap. So in, I I just really enjoy Jay. Yeah, I feel like Beyonce gave us some, mm-hmm. but she didn't go full out. I said Sasha like Pierce. she wasn't mar- she wasn't mic. Um, so like she held the mic the entire time. There wasn't a bunch of dancing on her part. Like she sang, like she always does. One of my favorite parts was um, even at the end, like whenever they did ape shit. Like I, I just feel like we were all going crazy at that. Or maybe it was just me and you. I can't tell the difference. Like we were having so much fun. Oh, and what song was it that uh, was it? Um, God, it wasn't ball so hard, was it? Is that the name of the song? Yes, Niggas in Paris. Yeah, Niggas in Paris. He, did he start that one over? Yes. Oh, my God. We went to, crazy. Oh, my God. Like, he hadn't even started it the first time. We went crazy, like, at 100% on, like, 1,000 times I, 10 I that just, second time. I just love how Beyonce was, like, bopping around that stage like his little hype nigga. Yeah. I love that about <laughs> I love that about them as a couple. I want all couples to be that way. Mm-hmm. Like, I want the the women and the men or you know whatever the couple is like i want your people to hype their mate up like that yeah, it was good god you can flourish so much more when you do that and Rumi and sir were so cute yes they were blue got so many shout outs during the show just amazing i love their family beyonce's hair cha where'd she get that from i don't I know need one. It, honey that stuff was blowing in the wind she looks so good Dancers look good. Mm-hmm. Um, I I like when they did upgrade you. I love that song. Yeah. Whenever I hear that beat, I just I just get hyped because I just love that song. Exactly. Um, but we have to address Anthony Charles Thomas Maxwell. Yes. We, <laughs> so if y'all, you, if you have not been, you know, up on your blogs, this is the show we were in. We were at the show where a drunken fan. Actually made it up onto the stage. How he got up there, I still don't know. I don't know how he got up there, but I didn't know what was going on. I just seen a whole bunch of scurrying and scattering, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "What is happening?" And I seen people, you know, running back there and running off the side. So basically, what from the report said is that he actually made some type of contact with Jay. I don't know if yes, I don't know if he hit him or anything, but yeah. I, I think he may have like actually like approached him and like got close enough to say something to him he didn't get close to Beyonce but what was really funny was the way that when the footage came out from behind the stage like where we couldn't see Mm -hmm. the way them dancers was about to rip into his ass for coming back there they do not play you will not get near boss lady okay them dancers was trying to fight him I know they were. Forget the security. Just hire the dancers to do the job. Because they were not playing with him. What are you doing back here? Listen, Anthony Charles Thomas Maxwell it's is... Some, listen. It's some, something about people with all them first names. <laughs> you it, say that all the time. Listen, you got all first names that are also last names. You are you crazy. Yeah. Because your parents was crazy for naming you all them names. Mm-hmm. So, what's his name again? <laughs> um, Anthony Charles Thomas Maxwell. Crazy. 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 26 years old. Crazy and crazy. Yeah. It's so funny because I said something not too long ago about like, that might have even been before the concert, like before I left for the concert or whatever, about, listen, I don't feel like I have to preface anything on this show. Y'all know what I mean. It's the Culture Shop Podcast. We talk about black stuff on here. 
And I made a statement about like how white people get drunk at uh, concerts, and they just be a different kind of drunk, <laughs> like like ruin it for everybody kind of drunk. Like I know black people get drunk and they get in fights sometimes. Like if you step on their shoes or you know you don't offended that woman or something like that. White people, young, especially young white males, they get drunk to the point where they won't go home. Mm-mm. Like, refuse to, at least you can usher us away. Like, refuse to go home, sloppy junk, throwing up, ruining it for everybody. Like, and poking. always taking off their clothes. I was just getting ready to say that. Um, <laughs> so, this is one of those instances. Like, who, and here was my question. Who was egging him on? He couldn't have been there by himself. Like, which one of your friends told you to jump up on that stage he like that? Himself. He had his little mama moment. <laughs> yes. Like, little mama. Y'all just love the Carters that much, huh? And what was even more funny was the second night. Did you see them when they were leaving? Yes. Beyonce, <laughs> why is she like this? She's so stinking cute. He like, she's so around. black. Beyonce turned around and did a drop kick in the air just in case somebody was behind her. That thing tickled me. Yes. That just shows how, like, down to earth yeah um i think i mentioned this too like i was watching an interview and somebody asked him a question about asked jay-z a question about like how they handle being a celebrity couple and he was like we're not a celebrity couple he was like we just so happen to be a couple who happen to be a couple of celebrities but he was like we're like everyday like we live like everyday people and i people can say that but you can tell they're not the only couple who operates that way either. Like, who were we talking about this weekend? Shanice and Flex. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like they are also a couple who happen to have been celebrities. Yeah, like but, Will and Jada. Exactly. Like, there are people who you can just tell are not doing it. You know, there's no pretense in it. Like, they're not doing it for the cameras. They're not like, we have to do this. We have to operate this way. Stuff is miserable at home. Like, they're just living everyday lives. When Beyonce says, like, I'm dropping my my daughter off to school every morning, we slamming car doors, <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. I, I can see that. I can visualize that um, with them, so. Oh, when she goes off, I'm jealous. Yes. Real life. Or the, the one song that I never want to hear, and they clearly played it, Ring the Alarm. And remember, I said I, I was not expecting that. You said you wanted to hear it. I I said I did not. And there they go. I just love because that was like one of the first songs that Beyonce was like talking ish. Yeah. So that's that's really the only reason why I like the song is because it's just Beyonce talking ish. And we weren't getting that at that time. Mm -hmm. That's why I like that song. It's just because I love when Beyonce talks ish. Right. And the reason I think I didn't like it was because in my mind... I didn't want Beyonce to have to be dating anybody that would cause her to have the emotions that she had when she performed it. But guess what? Guess what I can say? She's a woman. She is. We. A real one. We, and we all. We, <laughs> I mean, every we gotta, last one of us. We, we, I mean, her, everybody. Been there, done that a couple times. Everybody. So, wrote, wrote a book about it. Yes. So, she had to get it off her chest. And she, everybody in that circle, well, with, at least with them, they seem better for it for True them story. for them speaking their truths and i just cannot wait until we get a beyonce album i'm i'm truly looking forward to that i was just talking to my sister today and i was saying look she said six months i said i could wait a year yeah <laughs> i could wait I a year live a little bit yeah from now like even like from this moment i could wait a whole year before yeah. i get a beyonce album yeah i'm okay with that 
I'm still listening to um Damn, mm-hmm. Kendrick. I'm still listening to A Seat at the Table. Mm-hmm. I'm still listening to 444. Mm-hmm. And truth be told, I'm still listening to KOD. I'm, yes, still listening to KOD. Shout out to the home team. We'll be um at Dreamville in a couple weeks. Listen, and if you like, if you're into Dreamville, um, you should know who Boss is. Boss's album just came out this past weekend, and it is. I'm telling you from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. It is good from be- it's called Milky Way. It is good from beginning to end. And listen. it was in the top five. It was like um like um Travis Scott, Drake, Nicki Minaj, somebody else, and, and Boss. Boss. And I'm like, oh, that's really good. Mm-hmm. And I like Boss because he's actually rapping and saying something and just the 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 music, the 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 beats, it, right. it's just it's just good. It's just good. You can you can see how that how that Jay Z has like uh-huh. you know bled down mm-hmm. into everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. into what's the word? I love that word when people use it. What's it called? I have no ecosystem. Idea. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I love that word. It's such a good word. Mm-hmm. But you can see how like in that little ecosystem, how yeah, that's that true. Influence has like spread down, distributed yes. amongst other people. Yeah. So good. That I can't wait to listen album. to it. Please listen to it. Let me know what you think. I will. I say all that to say we still got stuff to listen to. I'm still listening to Lemonade. Shoot, I'm still listening I, to Hamilton. I'm girl. gonna always listen to Four because that's my favorite. True, what she sang. I mean, sang S A N G. I'm still listening to Four because that was. Listen, I was just like coming into my own. It was just, it was just so good. So that's good. when Beyonce started letting us see a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It was just so good. I love that. Shout out to Beyonce who has a birthday one week from the day that you guys are hearing this. If you're listening to it on day one, shout out to all my favorite Virgos. Virgo um, season. Oh, I got some. I got some people to, to shout out. Okay. Wait before you do that. I okay. just want to say shout out to the thief who took my friend's bandana oh. and her glasses. How dare you? Let somebody purchase merch. Y'all know how much merchandise costs at concerts. And then you're going to take my friend's stuff at the end of the concert. I hope that it fell down on the ground and that you couldn't (laughs) wear it. That it fell in something gross and you couldn't even pick it up. Busters. Like, if you kept the bandana and that it was fine and and the glasses and everything, because I know they was cute. They were so cute. I And I spent a little, not a lot of coins. I hope they lost their wallet. I spent a few coins on them. I hope they lost their wallet. Buster stole my stuff. That was mean. It was mean and it was disrespectful. And I still can't for the life of me figure out, like, if you took it out of where it was or if, like, maybe it fell and you saw it drop and decided you were going to pick it up and just keep it. I feel like it was that. Um, But I'm offended for you. And I'm sorry that happened to you, friend. But... You know, they ain't going to have no good looking behind it. No, because you never win when you dirty. That's right. Grimy. Um, okay, birthday shout outs. Birthday I just want to shout out some of my birthday twins. Um, Tracy. Lowell. Who else is my birthday twin? Um, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mario. He's yes. such a good artist. I like following him on Instagram, too. Um, Mario and Savannah James. And me, and Sa- me Savannah... Oh, all of us, me, Savannah, Mario, and Lowell. We all, Lowell is my cousin. Mm-hmm. We're actually born on on the same day. Um, um, like same year, everything. 
Nice. So, yeah, he was born a couple hours before me, and then I came along. So. That is so sweet. Yes. That's a sweet story for your so, whole family. So, yeah, me, Mario, I'm saying it like they're in my family, mm-hmm. but I just think it's so crazy, like, that me and Savannah, like, same day, year, everything, like, mm-hmm. so those are all my birthday twins. Oh, happy birthday, you guys, and happy birthday, B. So, I want to know, best birthday gift you ever got, best birthday weekend you ever had, Yeah. I don't want to say no worse nothing. Oh, I had three questions. Oh, and what is something major you want to transpire? Transpire? Yeah, transpire by your next birthday. Okay, so first is birthday gift or birthday weekend? Best birthday gift ever. Best birthday gift ever. Girl, I got to think. Okay, best birthday weekend. Why are you thinking about your best okay. birthday gift? My best birthday weekend. Okay, I have two. Go. The first one was my third birthday. Oh. And my grandmother was still living, and I just remember waking up that morning, and they had like blown up all these balloons Mm -hmm. so when I woke up that morning and like you know stood up it was like the floor was just covered in balloons like you couldn't even see the floor and so I had a birthday cake everything everybody sang me happy birthday and then my dad my mom my brother and my cousin Rajay all went to Carowinds Uh and then my cousin Shonda the one who I mentioned on the four women episode Mm -hmm. her at it wasn't her husband at the time, but it was her soon-to-be husband and her best friend from college who remembers when I was born because they were in college together. Yeah. Met us at Carowinds. And so we all were at Carowinds for my third birthday. Awesome. What so, a great celebration. Everybody loves you. That's sweet. Everybody um, still loves you. I know, girl. It just makes me so happy. <laughs> and so that was the, my, the first one. The second one was when I turned... Was I 25 or 26? I think it was when I turned 25. Okay. Um. Yeah. I went to Miami for the very first time and girl partied like a rock star. Hangover? No. Really? I didn't get hungover back then. Oh, because? I was 25. Of course. Uh, (laughs) Now's a different story. Right. But this was a great weekend because it was just two of us. We just partied. And the crazy thing about it is I met Solange on this birthday. That was your 25th birthday. That was my 25th Mm -hmm. birthday. I met Solange. She gave me a hug. We took a picture. She told me I was beautiful. She told me every birthday. I also met Twitch. And if you watch Ellen, Twitch is um, the black guy that's mm-hmm. on there that always dances. Mm-hmm. So I met Twitch. He brought me a birthday shot, and we hit the Dougie real quick. Then that was the same weekend that Beyonce announced she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. So I was hyped because, I mean, Beyonce's pregnant. I just met Solange. And then I actually went to Club Live that night and because Beyonce announced her pregnancy, they did a Beyonce and Jay-Z mix the whole night. Balloons dropped, confetti everywhere. Like, That's this perfect. Best part. I had that was so perfect. much fun. Some guy bought me a section, bought a champagne. It was popping. I'm telling you, when I tell you I did Miami, mm-hmm. I did Miami. Love it. So those were the two, the, my third birthday and my 25th birthday. And you know what's so bad is like all those ones in between, I can really not even mm-hmm. <laughs> can just, barely remember. Yeah, they're just all like, I mean, you know, I went places and stuff, but like those were the most memorable ones. Okay. Um, The best gift that I got for my birthday. 
I can't think of like any real like gifts because if everybody knows me, they know I'm a money person. Mm-hmm. So most some people just give me money. Um, so um, that's been my most gift. My most favorite gifts is like when I just get cash or you know like the sentimental things like you know certain cards that I've gotten that I've kept. Um, the necklace that you got me last year, which I wear all the time. <laughs> I Any, see all the time. All the time. Um, and when my friends make an effort to be with me, like last year for my birthday, it wasn't necessarily the gifts I got, but I had my best friend come from New York. Mm -hmm. And then, um, my little sister Leah, I call her my little sister, but she's like my best friend too. She came from Maryland just to be with me. Like those types of things. Those matter. Yeah. That stuff matters to me. And my, and Ami was here for a whole week. Yes. She was. Yes. Just came. I was like, I'm just coming. Yeah. So those types of things matter to me the most. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the gifts because you don't remember you don't remember the gifts. You just remember how people made you feel and like them showing up and being um, you know, present with you on your birthday. Agreed. Um one honorable mention is one year for my birthday, my best friend Crystal got me a card mm-hmm. and the card said to Beyonce from Kelly. <laughs> the best Cute. card Ever. It was so funny. And everybody, like, we had a birthday dinner. Everybody, like, cracked up at that card. It was so funny. So, that is, that definitely gets honorable mention. Love it. And best gifts ever. Now, what would you like to transpire by your next birthday? One thing, something major. Major? Mm-hmm. Mm, it doesn't have to be major. It just has to be important to you. One thing that's really important to me and what I would like to see transpire in my life, it's really two things. I would like to be more, um, I would like to become more educated with finances mm-hmm. and just continue to put myself in a position to win as far as money goes. As you can see, my favorite gift is like money. Yeah. And, but I'm, the love of money is the root of all evil, not money itself. Right. I like money because money is a tool for me to do the things I need to do to get myself forward. Right. So I just want to make that clear. I, it's not, I don't love money, but I do like to use it as a tool. Right. Okay. So um, that, and I would also like to become, um, I don't really know how to say this because I don't want to be a vegan, mm-hmm. but I would like to be more conscious with the things that I'm putting in my body. Okay. That's fair. I would just like to to be just well-rounded when it comes to my health, the things I'm putting in my body, um, you know, nutrition-wise, boosting up my exercise, sticking to it. Those are things that I would like to see transpire I love by it. next year. Thank you for sharing those things. Thank you Happy birthday, B. <laughs> it's important for the people to know, like, who we are, how we are, what's important to us, what we love, what we hate. They come and listen to us every week. You guys, we thank you so much, you know, but I want to make sure that they are aware because we're your friends. Yes. So thanks for being transparent. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so in the way of a good word, like we always share, I want to share mine. Just been thinking about this for a while now and um, with regards to myself. And then I saw a post about it today that says something similar and I'm like, yes, I totally agree that that whole sleep when you're dead mentality, my good word is basically that the sleep when you're dead mentality will get you there a lot quicker than you expected. You need your rest. 
whether that is full on sleep or laying on the couch watching Netflix or sitting at your table with your notebook writing your own notes like you need your rest so I know that there are some people who can just go 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 they don't want to miss anything they want to make sure they're there for every opportunity and my thought process is whatever the opportunities are that are for you they will be there directly aligned as long as you're doing the work right get your sleep or you're going to be out here looking old or you're going to be sick in the hospital I'm telling you you got to give your body what it needs or it will take Mm -hmm. it from you Take it from somebody who used to be prone to passing out because I would never go to sleep. Like, drink your water and take your naps. Because what did I do before we went to go see the Carters? Child. When I tell you I was the only one not napping all weekend, I'm like, how are they even finding time to sleep? Snoring, taking two rows, as my great grandma (laughs) used to say. I still don't know what that means, where it derived from. Listen, I got me taking two rows. I was watching all kind of HGTV. Getting my Chip and Joanna Gaines on. Listen, <laughs> I don't play about my HGTV or my rest. Okay, I need to, I need to figure out how these people sell peanuts and oranges, and then they budget be three point five million dollars. I'm trying to. I'm if y'all to know, please let us know. I'm. Tr- I had to watch this to try to. Figure Financial security it is what we're aiming out. for, and I'm trying to tell you, we're a little far. But if you know the secret, please tell us. Yes. So, what's your good word for the good people? You actually gave me my good word. I did. Yeah, you did, and I'm gonna I'm gonna let you tell the people because my good word. I don't even remember. It came from a girl named Tiffany, but it came by way of Claire Huxtable. So can you please tell the people that good word from Claire Huxtable? I don't remember yes, what I it's, said. It's about when you get ready, when you get ready, to walk out the door, girl. So you that that was and look when as soon as you said it to me, I said that's my good word because that right there will. Reach if you let it. So please, I need you to give our listeners my good word. Listen, when she said, when she told Drake, make sure you leave when you're going. That was a whole word. You hear me? I wrote that down in my book. Make sure you leave when you're going. Listen. Go on. (laughs) When you leave, I need you to take your bags, your drawers, your lawnmower in the garage, your toothbrush. Look, don't leave nothing behind when you go. Okay? That goes for everybody. I don't care what the situation is. Male, female, friend. Friend, boyfriend, girlfriend. Job. Job. Go. When you go, I need you to go and I need you to stay gone. Okay? That's all I got to say. I agree with that at 100%. That's it. Woo. I feel that in my spirit. Goodbye. I, I feel it in my spirit every time I hear it. I promise you. Goodbye. In my head, I was like, ooh, why didn't I hear that years ago? Because don't be leaving no breadcrumbs. Mm-mm. Okay, no, this- no, just in case it don't work uh, out. Uh, okay. Don't because leave no people, breadcrumbs. People because, love to do that. Because what happened to Hansel and Griddle? Okay. <laughs> don't leave no breadcrumbs. <laughs> That's a word. Get your ass hate up. Don't, don't. Okay? Don't come over here with no breadcrumbs. Hansel and Gretel. That's, don't that's come over here. Don't leave no breadcrumbs. Because, baby, I'm not... You ain't nothing for you to pick up back here. That's right. And the words of my favorite, Nene Leaks. The door is closed. Okay? <laughs> the door is closed. Fact. The key is gone, boo-boo. 
nobody even lives here anymore. This is an abandoned house. It's condemned. You can't come back here. Make sure you leave when you're going. Make sure you leave when you're going. That's a all, word. That's all I got to say. Because <laughs> I'll stand up in here and preach. Where the Bible at? Uh, where, girl. Where is the Bible? Because I will stand up here and preach. Okay. About okay. y'all Negroes. Some of you. Mm-hmm. No home training. Many of you. No home training. Where's your mammy's at? Because <laughs> I know she raised you no, better than that. She didn't or they wouldn't behave this way. Um, what were you inspired by this week or what made you laugh? What made me laugh this week? Or what inspired me? I have one of each. I don't know. Let me think. What made me laugh? What way inspired me? Let me tell you what made me laugh. Yeah, because I can't think. I'm still like... Concert mode. Concert mode. I hung out last night for my birthday. I've been going all day. My brain is... It, my, my, my body wants to be... Uh, Better listen to my good word from today. My body wants to be 20, mm-hmm. but my mind is like, girl. Okay, we're not just, there. You you ain't, you're not there no more. You ain't, you ain't but a year or so older. Right, but, but still. still. <laughs> Every year counts. <laughs> so you tired, girl, you tired. What made me laugh was Baby Luna. Y'all know I love Chrissy Aww. Teigen anyway. I don't know if you saw this video, but her mama was like, um, what did you do today? <laughs> and Luna said... Um, I I fall down on my forehead and I was like that baby is so cute but that's not what Chrissy meant so she was like no that was in Bali which whole nother subject for a different day like sure mom that was in Bali my bad I forgot we were in Bali but um she said uh no that was in Bali what did you do today (laughs) and baby Luna said I pushed and she said what did you push and she said I push a boy (laughs) (laughs) That thing tickled me. Not that, you know, we want to start them that early, putting their hands on other people. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying. I feel that in my spirit, too, because sometimes I want to push a boy. Yeah, I want to push several boys. Several. Because y'all be getting on my nerves. Okay. So, that made me laugh. Um, But one thing inspired me, and I kind of alluded to this at the beginning of the episode, was the whole everything is love concept. So not just like from the concert, but as I walked around Atlanta, it really felt good to be amongst a lot of people who looked like me. And it was just normal. And I didn't feel like I had to, I I feel less and less like code switching as I get older, but sometimes it's so innate that you can't help it. Mm -hmm. For me, I do it. And then I have to snap myself out of it. Like, no, Tiffany, like, this is who you are. This is your culture. Like, this is how you're right. You don't have to do that. So, but when I was in Georgia, I just didn't feel we were hanging out around Midtown. I just didn't feel that way. And then we went to a place called Negril uh, for brunch on Sunday before we left. And I just stood there watching people greet one another or mm-hmm. even at the concert, like greeting one another, like, hey, like people who knew each other, people who didn't know each other. Maybe they, there was a crowd. Or there was a bunch of politeness and a lot of excuse me's and a lot of you look amazing. And, and who did your hair and just the amount of love. And I even made this statement. I don't I do not care about interracial couples being interracial you know the why's matter for me and so if your motive mm-hmm. is because we've had this conversation before yeah. but if you're like i don't date black girls we agree on that one. yeah because and you're a black guy and you're like i don't date black girls because they this and they that i have a problem with that if you fall in love with somebody else and it's genuine you're not fetishizing one another either way in either direction or doing it because you want your children to have a certain look because that's ridiculous and weird on a whole nother level but i won't go there today 
then fine. But the amount of black, like I, it was so, I guess because it's not noticeable in other places anymore, it was really noticeable when we were in Georgia. Just a lot of black couples happily holding hands out on day dates, out on date nights, hanging out, hugging, kissing. Like I, I'm not somebody who hates to see, I try to be cognizant of it with myself that doesn't really work usually, but I don't hate seeing PDA. I like to see that people actually love each other. And I don't want you to be like so frisky in public that it's uncomfortable for other people, but I'm someone who believes that touch is important. It is. Touch is so important. It's not just for romantic couples. Like touch is important with regards to like loved ones, whether you're, they're your friends or your parents or siblings or your significant others, like, your children, whatever. Even like, with animals. Yes, like just grab every, try this, try this guys, for people that you're close to, excuse me, over the next week, touch people, don't make it uncomfortable, grab somebody for a hug, I have a tendency to grab like the bottom of the back of somebody's arm, like when they've gone, like when they're turning or going towards the door to let them know like, Hey, you know, give me one last hug or something like that. Or, you know, just brush against somebody that, you know, you're close with somebody that's going to be comfortable with you doing it and watch like their demeanor changes, their whole demeanor changes. Touch is really important. So for me to see that and that amount of black love just compacted into one weekend, just it was really inspiring for me. It felt good. It was healthy for me. And I, I, I mean, I really walked away from the weekend feeling rejuvenated just by seeing other people love upon each other, whether it was, you know, fathers and sons, mothers and daughters, just families, cousins, friends, celebrating birthdays, the concert, whatever. So um, there's that. That's what inspired me. How about you? Mine is sad. How can you be inspired by something sad? Well, I wasn't inspired. It just made me sad. Okay, but you want to talk about it. I want to talk about it. Okay, I'm here to listen. Um, Well, I guess it kind of did inspire me, but it made me sad too. So, whenever we were in Atlanta, if y'all don't know, like, I got to have my coffee in the morning. And (laughs) I go to bed at night and I get up early. Child. So, I was up at 7 o'clock looking for coffee. She would go get coffee and then go get more coffee because she didn't like the first coffee. Okay, I don't play. So, on my way to get coffee, I just seen so many people out with their dogs. And it just made me realize how close people get with their and how much of a a good impact they make on your life mm-hmm. they really become your family and if y'all listen to the podcast you know i lost my dog you know on the 16th so it hasn't even been two full weeks yet i don't think All right um and i have been like so like against like i'm never doing it again i'm never doing it again and just being out there, it just kind of made me like, I just felt like it was kind of like, you know, with my birthday coming up and with her being gone, it's just like, Courtney, you have to keep moving forward. Yeah. You know, like. That's real. She wouldn't want you to not have that companionship anymore. Right. You know, like, so it it inspired me, but it made me sad too. Because it. It, it's kind of like, you know, a new part of my a new year of my life is starting without that. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that I can't continue on and 
have a new fur baby one day. So just being out there walking with my coffee, seeing the couples, seeing people. Some people had two and three dogs. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, how are y'all doing this? But it just made me like realize in my heart of hearts that this is going to change is going to happen in life yeah. you're going to lose people that you love but that doesn't mean that you you stop moving forward that's right so it kind of inspired me and it made me sad too i get and it. if you're not a dog lover then i know you don't understand but it touched me i love it i do love that though that's really it okay is there anything you don't want the people to forget until next week um make sure you're ready to vote yeah and make sure you start looking up who's running, what they stand for. And I think that Tiffany and I are, are going to kind of get yeah. into that a little deeper for you all. But just make sure that you're staying abreast of what's going on. Um, I know we didn't touch on it that much um, because we talked a lot about, you know, like Trump and Manafort and Cohen. But recently, um, I think you have brought it to my attention that... Um, they blocked a bill to basically protect our midterm elections. Mm-hmm. So you have to be very vigilant vigilant when it comes to voting, um, making sure you're registered to vote and doing all you can um, to get out there and vote. I did see something on the internet that Lyft is going to be giving discounted rides to the polls during midterm elections. Yes. So I don't want to hear you. You ain't got no way. I mean, if you live in a big city, is public transportation... You know, Lyft is going to be doing discounts. Right. Um, if you are actively involved with the church, see if the church can't get up, you know, get the church band together. We have to make sure that we get out and vote during these elections that are coming up. So that's really what I want everybody to not forget. Love it. Okay. Um, I don't want you guys to forget that Labor Day is coming up. So by the time you guys hear our voices again, Labor Day will have passed. It's on September the 3rd. It marks the unofficial end of summer, even though fall doesn't start until what? Two weeks later, yeah, about two or three weeks later. Um, it honors the American labor movement. Uh, so hopefully you guys will be off. Get you a burger. Or if you don't, if you're vegan, um, you know, get your salad. Get you some your veggie whatever. Burger. Oh, yeah, that's true. Tofu. Get you, can I get with tofu? I don't like tofu either. Well, I haven't transitioned there yet. I really take a, I, listen, spicy black bean burger. Yes. Do the trick. Ciao. Do so the good. Trick. That's all you need. Wrap um, it up in some lettuce. Do a protein style. You're good. Yeah, but but have you some fun. Uh, hang out with your friends or your family. You know, have your drink early in the day so you can make sure you wind down and still make it to work on time on Tuesday. Um, but just be careful. As with all of the holidays, people do extra drinking. Some people are driving. Don't drink and drive. And try really hard to stay home or close to home. Um, especially as it gets later on in the evening. So that's the only thing I don't want you guys to forget. You got anything else? No, and just to reiterate on that, be safe. If you know you're going somewhere and you might not feel like leaving, just pack a bag. Just in case. Just in case. Not to say that you will need it, but if you do need it, it's better to be safe than sorry. Pack a bag, spend a night, grab a blanket, sleep on the couch, get up and go home in the morning. Exactly. You guys know you can catch us on social media, on Instagram, on Twitter and Facebook at the Culture Shop Podcast. You can... Catch us on SoundCloud, Google Play, and iTunes. And um, you can always email us at blackcultureshockpodcast at gmail.com. Last chance, B. Anything? Going once, going twice. Happy birthday, gang. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Man, Hey, listen. It is Courtney B's birthday week. 
If you see her out, offer her a shot, offer her a happy birthday. If you know her, hug her. If you don't, don't come in her personal space. And don't be surprised if she asks where the cash at, because you know she loves money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a girl named Tiffany. <laughs> I'm a girl named Tiffany. <laughs> and as usual, we out. Yeah. <laughs>